Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester again with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. Thank you for uh, joining us once again. I want to thank all of you for believing in me and, and for being willing to take your time to listen to this amazing uh, belief cast that we've uh, you know been doing this now for over two years, which I didn't really realize until talking to our guest today. Um, but I'm excited to have uh, Mindy Buxton back. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me again. I'm I'm love being here. Yeah, it's gonna. I I you know she was. Uh, we were just talking off uh, off the air here that you were my fifth number uh, five number five belief cast, which was over two years ago, which kind of blows my mind. And now this will be the hundred and twelfth one, and so we've come a long way since then. We've I mean the listeners are just you know. It's amazing. I think we're up around 70,000. That is so cool. And we're trending on iTunes and Google Play. And we've got a sponsor now, which I want to thank, Veracity Networks. Thank you so much for believing in me. And uh, I'm just grateful for amazing people like you, Mindy, who are willing to come and share some really powerful things, share a portion of your story. When I first had you on, you got really vulnerable and talked a lot about some of your struggles growing up. We may touch on that as well because there's probably a lot of listeners today that maybe haven't heard your story and that kind of thing. But uh, I just want to thank all of you for all the support. Uh, You know, as we know, there's some trying times going on in the world right now with the the coronavirus and everyone's just kind of hunkering down and trying to figure this all out. And, but we'll, we'll get through this. We can do hard things and, you know, and I'm grateful to have Mindy on today to share some thoughts as well from her perspective. And, you know, I think podcasts are great right now to be able to hear these great things and kind of boost us up during these times of need. Yeah. How blessed are we that we have this technology, right? And how awesome is it that you're, um, I love the work that you do and you are able to touch so many people's lives. This is amazing that they don't even have to be in the valley, right? Close by that <laughs> right. you can help and serve and affect people. We we are so lucky that we have this technology right now. Yeah, it is amazing. You know, I have this program that tells me where all the listeners are at all over the world. And there was a couple downloads in Saudi Arabia. And I thought, <gasps> wow. How <laughs> cool is that? I, just, I thought that's pretty cool. You know, that so is anyway, awesome. but yeah, this technology is amazing. And, uh, but, uh, I'm grateful for people to hear your story again a little bit. And so why don't you give us a little background on you and, you know, kind of a little bit about your family and where you grew up and that kind of okay. thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I am the oldest of six kids. I grew up in Sandy, Utah. I had four brothers until my cute little sister didn't come along until the end. I was getting ready to <laughs> right. almost leave the house. <laughs> I bet. Then, so yeah. I love, um, I'm grateful that I have her. She almost feels like my oldest daughter, not just my little sister. Sure, so, I bet. Yeah. Which is so great. Um, <laughs> I danced when I was younger. I, I've i had health issues from the get-go. I've had mm-hmm. kidney issues from, um, I think, my first time that my mom said I went into the doctors was at five weeks old was my first antibiotic, and my first surgery was two. And so I uh, grew up having some challenges and probably not being the healthiest kid. Yeah. Um, I, and I guess I wasn't, I loved dancing, but my hobby was more sitting and eating. I, they didn't know it at the time. I did not know at the time, but I was a, I was a big binge eater and that's how I handled a lot of, um, the challenges that I went through and being sick. And that's how I comforted myself. And I was really good at hiding it because the first conversation that I had about this with my dad was just about um probably six months after my first episode with you so when i was when i came on with you it was in uh january right and then oh i started organ treatments again the week that i saw you actually and then within a month after that i actually lost my mom i remember that yeah. So it was a little crazy. Yeah, crazy and time. And I had gone um, a 21 years without having any episodes with using eating as kind of a crutch. Yeah. I even, um, I kind of skipped over all the younger part of my story that you asked me about. <laughs> okay. But I this ended up becoming a personal trainer. I, I graduated in actually pre-law. I thought I wanted to go to law school. But my doctor, the year that I graduated high school, was the one that advised me to go 
see a nutritionist and to go see a personal trainer that right. some of the symptoms I had were probably they could be controlled with lifestyle. So let's right. give that a, ch a chance. So I actually did that. And as I was going through college, I worked with a trainer. I went to back in the day, Whole Foods was wild oats. Do you remember that when <laughs> yes. it was a little grocery store? Sure, yeah. And then Whole Foods came in and bought them. They had a free nutritionist that talked on Tuesdays to people. So I went in, I learned more about food mm -hmm. and then because of that journey and because of the progress that I saw with my trainer, I, it just inspired me to change professions because I thought my trainer has the best job ever. He gets to help people and it's flexible because as a yes. female, I started thinking, oh man, how am I yeah. going to have kids as an attorney and as my job was getting busier, I started realizing I don't have a whole lot of flexibility in the field that I thought I wanted to sure, do. Right. And then um, because I had a degree, I was able to take the CSCS test, which is someone who is, it's this, the certified strength and conditioning specialist. You have to have right. a, gr a degree to have it. So I could go and coach for any sure. um, college teams or pro teams, be there their trainer or uh, one of their fitness ex experts but my trainer helped me it took me about eight months to get certified because i didn't get to learn kinesiology they don't teach you that in pre-law i didn't i didn't <laughs> yeah, learn they, that they skip over that <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of wish back in the day i would have figured out that i needed some of those sports science classes right right i did not get that in my schooling <laughs> but I, after about eight months of studying i went and took my national exam and um it's been 24 years this month i've been a personal trainer yeah you know i know you're a fitness and food coach at the life center for well over 20 years now yeah. like you just said and and it's interesting that you went through something really difficult as a young girl and because of that though and that experience that you had by seeing this you know nutritionist and stuff and a personal trainer that you like this is what I need. This is what I want. And I want to just point that out because when we go through something difficult, it's usually um, trying to wake us up to something really amazing or great in our lives. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. But I also have learned from the past two years, it is so hard to see that when you're in the middle in of it. the difficulty. Right. Yep. It is tough. But I, you know, and that's the, that's the key. And it's one of the things I try to teach my clients is that Life happens for us, and you're right. When you're in the middle of it, that's the last thing you probably even want to hear. It's like this is brutal. I don't. I, why? How is this even happening for me? But uh, when we can look back, obviously looking back, we can go, okay, look at how I've grown because of what I went through. And had that not happened, I wouldn't be here or here, or it wouldn't have led to this. And so yeah. it's really beautiful what you do and how much you help people yourself with you know finding their fitness goals nutrition goals but more importantly an overall sense of well-being oh thank you yeah it's beautiful to watch so talk a little bit about i mean you know i, wa I want to point out i've known mindy for a long time i've known her family she's married to tj buxton an amazing individual yeah I mean, which people you interviewed him interviewed I him think as he well was like 48 or something yeah episode was, 48 yeah he was a while back as well but 46. he is an amazing individual you know, uh, Mindy and TJ run the Life Center, and uh, it's a, a great athletic facility or fitness facility for people to come to. And, you know, you guys have been doing that for how long? Yeah, About he, the same amount he of time. actually has been there since 92. I think he started as a Dang. janitor back then <laughs> when it opened. And yeah, but we it, it's our second family, our, that Life Center family. It's I do. I love those members sure. and the clients, the just as my own family, we've have an amazing group of people that it's a gym that is such a supportive atmosphere. There's people there to work out, not to be in a fashion show. They are right. um, supportive of each other's goals. They take care of each other. We've had, um, because we've been there over 30 years, we've known families. We've seen people go through losing family members. We've seen, we've had members pass away with cancer and, um, strokes and other things. Yeah. It's just, it's, it truly affects our entire gym and our, our whole community. We're, we're really lucky because it's not a typical gym. It's not a typical yeah. workout center. It really is. And I, you know, I've been there and it really is a family feel to it. 
like you do feel a part of the family and especially with you and tj two of the nicest people people could ever meet well thank I you mean, it's just the truth i mean you ask anyone who knows you guys oh the nicest people ever and that's such a great place for that reason because you do members you, yeah and, and and they know that you know you don't just say that i mean people actually feel that when they're there they're like man these guys actually care about me Oh, you good. Know, Thank and, you. And you don't feel that at other places so much. You just don't. Some of these bigger chain places, you just don't feel it, you know. So you guys do a really fantastic job there, and, you know, it's really great that it's in our community. Yeah, we're lucky. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, you know, one of the things, you know, I know that you're an example of health and fitness and happiness and, you know, just trying to, you know, be the best you possible. I know that there's certain things that you do to make that possible. Can you kind of talk about that and what you do to kind of keep yourself in those areas and strong in those areas? Yeah. So routine is first and foremost. I think routine is so important. And um, I, first of all, it took me when I first got into training, everything was about okay, let's give people a food list and let's give them their workouts. So I, for a long time, I thought your well-being mainly has to do with food and fitness. Mm -hmm. And then as time went on and as people had different results based on what they were eating, it's so apparent now that, you know what, food is so individualized. You can't just give a food list and think everyone will have the same results on it, right? right. Our physiology is so different. And so um, I've had to learn that it's about strategies, not necessarily specifics with food lists. But when people come to me, they're like, that's what they want, like the fit, the quick right. fix, the fastest way to get results. <laughs> and they're kind of expecting a food list because this industry has trained them that, oh, we'll give you diets and right. we'll give you the next best pill or the fad of the moment because right. yeah, you can get results on doing anything restrictive right out of the gate. Right. Yeah. But for long-term health, it doesn't, it doesn't last. And so I've learned over time that you're probably, if I were to pick one thing over anything that makes the biggest impact on your health, it's sleep. Really? Yes. Because wow. if you are not getting adequate rest and recovery and for what happens when our body's asleep, if that is not taking place, then you can have the cleanest diet and you can have your workouts. You will not see the best results. And um, sleep and stress, I, I've read about it for years. I see scientific research, but until my mom got sick and I was going through... Uh, you know I'm a crier, so hopefully I'm you, not going to be the biggest baby for the people at home. But until stress impacted me like I had never experienced it before, because I was, I was eating still the right. way I always had. Yeah. I was still working out, even though I was helping take care of my mom and then take care of my kids as they were growing up at the same time, that um, I ended up having even some more health issues because my stress was not controlled and I wasn't getting the amount of sleep I needed. Right. Okay. And so that was kind of a, I don't know, it became a lot more real than just what the textbooks say and what these, these scientific reports said. And then I also have witnessed it and watched it in my clients. And so I've learned, um, I put, I actually ended up, I think it was 12 or 13 years ago, I wrote a book and it's called the body joy plan, but it was all these strategies. Cause I had my clients coming to me saying, look at this book. Do you like this? This is what I'm going to follow. And all these books had some great points to them, yeah. but then every single plan took something to an extreme. And as soon as it did that, then I was kind of like, well, now I don't really back that because that message right. isn't something that is good for you long-term or yeah, maybe it will help you lose weight right now, but it's not healthy. Right. And okay. so over the years, I, um, I wrote this book and it's a bunch of strategies. And so it's not, you don't have to read it cover to cover. It's just, these are all the strategies that are helpful for you to be your best. And they're split up into mind movement and then, um, meals. Oh, okay. And so, so there's 
different strategies so you can go to the parts that you need the most help with or you could read it cover to cover but then based off of that book i've ended up doing this fitness challenge and so every month i kind of hold these online challenges and they're based off of like the most important seven principles from that and so lifestyle is as important and what you're doing outside of the gym as what you're doing in the gym and so you and i were just talking about water that's a huge one (laughs) um make sure you're staying hydrated but getting at least close to seven hours of sleep yeah i was going to ask you what is the kind of the key or what is the sweet spot for sleep is it seven well and that's what's kind of hard because again it's individualized some people like my husband he needs more than seven (laughs) to function and to be happy and to be healthy but general terms of what's come out with the research at a minimum of seven is what is recommended and then um And instead of having things be all or nothing in my challenge, because most of the time when I work with people, they try so hard to do everything 100% and be perfect, right? And a lot of us, especially people who have addictive tendencies, we we kind of think black and white or in extremes, right? Is that true? Do you think that's true? Oh, you just described me. Whether it's a food addiction or a substance addiction, right? If I don't go to the gym, I don't go to the gym ever. It's all or nothing, right? (laughs) And so what I've done is I've taken um, seven things that I think are key for you seeing success, but instead of it being over you get all points or no points if you don't get seven hours of sleep if you get six or more then you get points for that if you get if you get five or more then you get points for that so it's helping you to see how you're doing and my whole focus is on progress over perfection okay and and even though that's something that i've been teaching for so long i still catch myself going into those perfectionistic tendencies yeah and so it's just trying to say like, look, we need to do our best because our best is still better than nothing at all, right? If you today, if you only have 15 minutes to work out instead of getting your 30 minutes, which right. is required in the challenge, right. then 15 minutes is better than nothing. Yeah. Let's do, than- let's do 15. <laughs> and so it's helping us to kind of transition out of, to the restrictive um, forceful rules that the diet world, it's, it does so well in selling products, but it is not the way that we are meant to live and it's not what's best for our health long-term. Gotcha. And so I love that, um, that there's also things that we can do that are, and all these things are simple. Hardly any of them cost money. Sleeping doesn't cost you anything. Right, yeah. Water. Yeah. You have access to that, but isn't it funny that all of these simple things we overlook and we'll jump to, okay, what is the supplement I can take? Or, okay, what's the extreme on cutting out? Maybe I'll cut out all carbohydrates and that we're willing to do that. But then it's like, no, no, just drink your water, water. (laughs) right? Just drink your water and you can still eat fruit and you can still, all carbs are not bad. Right. (laughs) And so it just is so funny how Uh, human nature, we're so wired to go to these crazy places. Yeah. I'm so much like that. Like I'll, 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 find myself looking at focusing on something and I'll just go all in and I do I kind of overlook those kind of things but what's funny even with my own clients who are dealing with addiction and stuff yeah it really is actually really simple it's like you know you know it's it's the simple things but we overlook it we think our problem's so big so the solution's got to be gigantic no it's actually let's go back to the basics yeah go back to start doing these little things and, and that's uh, what so i try to out. i try to keep the routine to yeah. the basics because if we have those in place then then we there's those are building blocks for doing more right, right. they're building blocks for either adding more to it to either like fine-tuning your diet even more but I just love that when you, we have to make things doable. That's kind of what I feel like differentiates me than other trainers. Cause I feel like there's a lot of people that are, um, beast mode and go hard or go home or (laughs) no pain, no gain. And after 20, almost 25 years of being in this industry, I've learned that that is not the only way that we get results. And for a lot of people, especially if you've ever had any health conditions or autoimmune issues now are prevalent in our society. And it doesn't even matter what the condition is, the way to making them all better 
is the same method and approach that you use. And most of it is uh, managing stress. It's eating real food instead of packaged food. It's still moving, but not overdoing it and doing too much or being not doing inappropriate movement for what your body can handle at the time. Yeah, wow. And and so a lot of um I just love that I get to go back to helping people find basics. Yeah. No, that's beautifully said. Um I think a lot of us are, you know, would need that uh it, you know, cuz it seems like, you know, I work with a lot of clients who are on so many supplements. They they've got every amino acid you could possibly think of, every multivitamin, all these proteins that are taken. And I'm just like, man, how much did you spend on that stuff? Yeah. And they're just like, I don't know, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of dollars every month. And so. Well, and here's the sad thing. If you're not eating the way that you're meant to be nourished, then all of that stuff, all of that supplement should be an addition to a healthy of, uh, okay. lifestyle and diet, not in place of. But mm. again, they, they're they not going to make money if they tell you that, right? Right. So, and they're really, really good at convincing you you need it and making it yeah. look like, oh, well, if you do this, then yeah, yeah. live off of Cheetos. You'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's tough. It's so hard. to The message is out there. I feel bad for um, just our whole community because the the message is so confusing yeah. like health and weight loss is not they're not always on the same page and what works for one person may not work for the same person in that family yeah. and so it's it is individualized but we sometimes we're just not patient enough to give our body a couple weeks of trying one way to see if we are really feeling better if cuz the first thing you notice is not going to be weight loss <laughs> but that's what everyone's looking for yeah, right? right and so i feel like um with the challenges and with how i just coach people instead of putting the focus on weight loss and that being that our end goal, our focus is on what to do every day and what to do the next moment. Gotcha. And when you're focused on that, then it's just so much easier to do the actions that you need to, to see your end goal. So it's kind of crazy how more people will see results when they take the focus off of weight loss and they put it on what the daily tasks are that are needed to be done to see the weight loss. Yeah. That makes so much sense to me because really what you're doing is when you say you're focusing on weight loss, you're focusing on, look how fat I still am, or look at, I still got the love handles. I still, so you're trying to motivate yourself with the reverse of an idea. Yes. So no, let's focus on, I'm just going to start getting in shape overall in every area. And then the weight will come off as kind of like a, a side effect, a side effect. Like, a like oh, side oh effect. hey, I'm just starting to lose weight too. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you said that because I think a lot of us get, get stuck in that mindset. I know. And you know, you, that was something that when, I, so I came to Todd when about, I think it was six months after my mom passed away yeah. or seven, Yeah. I realized, oh my gosh, I am back. I am noticing some of these behaviors that are not healthy behaviors. And I'm a person that, yeah, I was living in my routine. And I, on uh, me of all people, I'm a coach. I help people overcome this. Right. But when it came down to grief and my own, in the middle of my own dark place, I I wasn't able to do it by myself. Yeah. And it was a real humbling reminder that, you know what? Everyone needs support and everyone needs coaching. And I tell that to people all the time. But when it came down to it, that's where I reached out to you. And in the moment, it was really hard for me to see positives. And because I wasn't even, I was so numb from, I just had no clue that I had lost people close to me before. But that level of grief was so not what. I had experienced losing my best friend at 25 right. and um, other loved ones, my grandparents, yeah. you know, I, I loved them sure. too, but it wasn't, it was not the same as losing my mom. Yeah. And, and I, once I was aware that these behaviors were happening, I tried for a while on my own to correct them. And I just thought, you know what, this is not something I can do yeah. on my own. And so, um, gratefully I, thought you would be the best person for me in that moment. Mm. And you were able to help me 
start to refocus on positives again because it just sometimes you get you get in a place and you're don't you don't even realize where you're at exactly yeah and you need someone else to help point things out to you or it was really good for me then to start having the accountability to you because I'm the accountability for my clients and it wasn't interrupting at all my coaching with them I was just kind of so perplexed how I could be doing what I was doing (laughs) but then it they're helping them wasn't I, I was fine with my coaching, but I wasn't fine with, with how I was dealing with yeah. my grief. Wow. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because, I, you know, I look up to you, Mindy, in so many ways, and I always have. And for you to reach out in that time, it was a true honor for me to be able to be in a position to help you. Um, and I really was like, I was actually kind of blown away. I'm like, man, I'm going to be meeting with Mindy Buxton, you know. And oh. it was really, truly an honor for me, actually. And it really, it really showed me how strong you really are, because I think we're strongest when we're most vulnerable. And you were very vulnerable. You came up to me and you were talking about where you're struggling, and I just really admired that in you. Well, and it really made you. me. I mean, I already had a ton of respect for you, but for you to come and do that was my respect. You know, just went off the charts with you. Well, and I knew that you would, even though you and I chose different ways of dealing with our hard stuff, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I still feel like you knew, you know what it feels like to sure. be so stuck in a place that you literally kind of are paralyzed and you don't know what to do. But I do, I knew that staying there wasn't an option. And I, and I, even as sad as I was and as much as I miss my mom, I, I never really had the thoughts of, not being here because I just, I thought, well, I know that that's not an option either, but it's so, it's so hard when you then feel paralyzed that you don't really know what to do. Right. And, and it, I think that it helped me realize too, yes, talking to people and reaching out and asking for help. And, and I had to talk to some other family members, but sometimes, um, it freaks people out when, yeah. right? When you right. come to them. And yeah. I don't know if you ever talked to anyone about your addiction before you went and sat down with that bishop that yeah. you uh-huh. got so much help with that I loved reading your story more because I knew a little bit about it from just right. knowing you, but I really loved reading about your story when your book came out. But it just... um it was it was so confirming to me that how much we need people Absolutely. more than we even think, yeah. especially in our dark moments. For sure, I couldn't agree more. Connection is the key, feeling connected. Yeah. And when you and I even met, man, we we were connecting on a level because we understood each other. I understood where you were coming from, and you felt like you were being heard, and I understood where you were coming from, and that connection in, in itself is powerful. Versus when you go to maybe someone who's close to you, yeah, like a family member, and I, I, I can relate with that, where they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Why, why are you struggling? Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say. There's no really f- connection in that moment, and it's kind of scary. It is scary, and it's you know? hard because usually, like family members are always right. there, and I've just never experienced anything where it was so kind of overwhelming for them to even know how to help me right. as well. Yeah. And and again and they were dealing with grief as well in sure. their own way yeah. for 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 losing my mom and their yeah. relationship with her, but um something that was so interesting to me is even though I talk about mind mills and movement, mm-hmm. the I felt I've never felt like my brain was literally hijacked and rewired than what grief does. And And I'm so grateful to know I've always kind of known with the research, especially the last 10 years, there's so much research on that the brain is palatable and malleable and it's, um, it's, it's adaptable based on the thoughts you have and what you do. And I'm so grateful that it's not a set set thing. And that once you're in grief or you go through depression, that there, there are ways to retrain your brain. And I, it was weird to go from having kind of a healthier brain and being, it was right. easy to think positively before right. grief hit Yeah. then to try. I just didn't even feel like I recognized myself and my own thoughts for the longest time. Right. 
and um and being able to you used a strategy with me that I use with my clients and I wasn't even doing it with myself but writing down positives and writing down gratitudes even right. if it's like the littlest success yes. it did not matter write it down so then I could have a tangible resource to look at when when things even got worse or now it's nice to be able to open up that book and be like oh my gosh look at where where i've come from right because when you um (laughs) when you said that sometimes our our most difficult challenges actually are our blessings Mm-hmm. At the time, you a you don't want to hear that in the moment. But do you remember? <laughs> so there was one time we got together, and you looked at me and said, "I have a question for you." And you and how is how is your mom's death the biggest blessing in your life? Yes, I remember. So I I think I was quiet for a long yeah, time. You looked at me like. Well, like it was what? because it was everything that I could to not say the four letter <laughs> words going in my head sure. thinking, are you kidding me? Did you just say that to me? Mm-hmm. And so, but then I thought, okay, a, that's not the healthiest response. <laughs> and if it's striking that big of a chord, you know what? I need to listen to Todd and maybe I do. Maybe I, it just, it helped me realize that, you know what I have, I hadn't viewed Right. Any of the past seven, eight months of missing my mom and losing her yeah. to where any of it could have been a blessing. Right. And so, but that was the best thing for me because you had me start that night. Mm-hmm. I did go home and you had me just start with writing three or four things. And every single day writing three or four things of how is this a blessing? Yeah. And, and literally that was probably the biggest help. To get me out of the numb, grief, depressed place that I was in. And, and that, and maybe with time too, you start to get unnumb with grief. Time helps us for sure. Yeah. But that was able to help me because I just, I wasn't feeling good or bad. And that was a very uncomfortable place for me. And, right. and so, and that's where I was going to food to try to unnumb because I thought, okay, feeling so sick and gross is more comfortable for me than being in that numb. That was just a scary, scary place for me. Cause that was not comfortable to not feel anything, Yeah, but I wasn't feeling joy. But yeah. uh, because of routine, like we talked about, I was praying every day because you know that I sure. have a different background than you. I grew up always praying. Yeah. And even though I wasn't feeling anything at the time, I just knew, you know what? I have to keep doing it. Yeah. Not faking it till you make it. But I, I know eventually right. what happens when I keep doing it. And so prayer was huge for me and I remember um, reading in your book about the time that you got in the closet yeah. to pray and that you was that when you prayed out loud mm-hmm. I read I can't I read yeah. your book over yep for so long ago no. but I thought you know what it helped me even though I was a prayerful person I started praying vocally more and I feel like that also helped me start feeling just love and my heavenly father again because it was just i just have never had that experience right where i I was praying and not ever feeling comfort from it but that was that was just that was a hard place yeah and my heart goes out to anyone who has experienced that whether it's from drugs or pornography or grief and losing Losing someone that those feelings are the same feelings no matter why you're there yeah and so that's, it's well, I'm, challenging. I'm so glad you shared that because I really believe, and I learned this through my own experience, that adversity is our wake-up call to our greatness. I love that you say that. Because, yes, you went through something so difficult, and, and it's hard to lose someone, especially your mother, close to you. And I know, I want to I say this because I don't want my listeners be hearing this going, oh, Todd's so insensitive. <laughs> um, but what I've found is that it truly is one of the, 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 our hard times are really the wake up call to how great we are. I mean, 
to see where you're at today and what you've been through even over the last couple of years truly proves it. Yeah. Like you're a remarkable woman doing amazing things in life who didn't give up, who fought through all of that, but you see it now as this as as a blessing. That in itself shows your greatness. Yeah, we well, and you know what? It uh, every one of us has greatness in us, right? Oh, for sure. We come from greatness. That's why we're here. Yeah. And I don't think it matters if you're spiritual or not. You hopefully people can feel that you are created from greatness. And so um I just think sometimes we def- we need help on being reminded that. And I and I don't feel I thought that tactic was very interesting, but I, I didn't ever feel like it was insensitive, which is kind of crazy at the time, <laughs> especially for my initial reaction sure, to it. Right. But I do love that. Um, I just think coaches are so important in our life because it gives us that different perspective that we need. And there, and obviously that was not something we talked about the first time I saw you. Right. We had a couple of visits and, sure. and I feel like good coaches know when it's time to, to, pull out tough love, so to speak, or to pull out something that's when you knew I was ready for that yeah. and you gave it to me when, and I'm grateful that yeah. you did because it was hard. Yeah. And, um, I also think like you, anything that we're looking towards improving ourselves, whether it's with our fitness and our diet, or if it's just the place that we are in life, it's hard work. Yeah. And it's a, and sometimes it doesn't show up overnight. Results don't show up overnight, but we have to be consistent because in that consistency is where the results end up being. Yeah, absolutely. Consistency is the key. Yeah. No doubt about it. Well, you know, there's so much I want to talk to you about, but I know, you know, since we last met, uh, even when, since we lasted the podcast, which has been a while, as we mentioned before, You've talked about a lot of things that you've learned, kind of even specific things. And I know we've already talked about some of those. Are some, yeah. Is there something you could share with us that kind of maybe stood out to you through all of this? Um, and I know you had a few things that you shared with me. Yeah, definitely that focusing on your wins, the little wins mm-hmm. and the gratitudes of every day and physically writing them down. Right. Because that sometimes I, it's not enough to to think about them. But there's something powerful about physically writing yes. things down. There's power so, in writing it down. Yeah. And and same with goals. When people talk to me about their goals, you can't just say it. We need to write it down on paper. We need to map it out because um, just saying it is just a wish, right? A right. goal has to be tangible yep. and measured. And only things that are written down are tangible and measured. Exactly. So that was that was a good wake-up call for me to do that in other areas of my life, not right. my fitness only. Okay. Um, and then that you, that we truly are the ones that change our circumstances. Our coaches guide us and help us, but you were so good at helping me remember I am more powerful than I feel. And that even though it was my most broken time ever, I still had that greatness in me. And I'm the one that gets me to a better situation. Not family members, not you. It's people can help guide you, but you as an individual are the one that has to do the work. And that was good because I feel like I was so beat down and tired physically and mentally that it helped me remember as I don't that I this is not the place I want to be stuck I don't want to stay here and so I only I didn't have any other choice but to start putting the work in and moving forward and so because there were definite times that I kind of felt like giving up right or just not doing it and especially with some of my health stuff I remember talking to you about oh my gosh these rounds of organ treatments are starting again and and yeah I guess I wasn't forced to go do them but if I didn't I would not be in a good place I'd be in in an even worse place and so when we're in bad places we just have to take whatever little step it is to keep moving forward right yeah it's very well said and um you know it's again meeting with you back then was really inspiring for me just to see how you took the feedback and you implemented it and you started working on it. And so, you know, like I said, you did the work. I just kind of guided for a minute and you just 
all right you latched on to it and you you went and did it and that's why things that's why things opened up and you got successful and uh, on the level of where you're at today even oh thanks <laughs> it's fun well and it it is kind of awesome how um your challenges do make you better because i am so much better of a coach now than i was two years ago for sure and i can my empathy is so much stronger because and i've had clients that have lost close loved ones and the way that i was coaching them back then is so different than people now who are right. losing loved ones sure and um it's kind of crazy that you don't know what you don't know until you go through it exactly and i i'm grateful that i do have all of this experience now to make me a better coach and more successful for my mm -hmm. clients for them to see success yeah and i think that's why people really love being around you because not only you're coaching with authenticity because of what you went through it's authentic now you know what i mean yeah not that it I, wasn't before because it was but man it's, it's on another it's on another level yeah. because of what you went through and so people that's where people feel safe that's where people go oh wow i can you know yeah mindy's helping me with my fitness and my diet but more importantly she's helping me with my just feeling joy again in my life and, and realizing i'm okay kind of thing yeah well you know? and that's what's the most important right because if you don't have that it doesn't matter how healthy you are Right. If you aren't happy and yeah. if you don't have what's, joy. What's the point, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter <laughs> what your waist size is if if, <laughs> if you feel miserable. like crap about yourself all yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, and hopefully people realize too, because um, sometimes just being in the fitness world and being around coaches and being in a gym where people come to coaches all the time, know that coaches are not perfect. Coaches don't do everything 100%. Yeah. We, yeah, we probably practice these healthy pr principles and strategies more than regular people, but you do not, hopefully people aren't intimidated that, oh, the trainers are so perfect. It's, I, it's intimidating to come to them. No, we still eat our feelings sometimes. We still <laughs> sure. sleep in instead of working out. Yep. But most of the time, we're sticking to the strategies yeah. that we know. But we're just, we're human. Human beings. And yep. everybody, no matter how much you know or how well you know strategies, everyone has moments where they struggle. Right. And so we're, so we are relatable. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I know right now you're doing this uh, body gym challenge, and I know you've been on QVC with Marie yeah. Osmond for the body gym. Can you explain to our listeners what that is and what the challenge is and if they want to get involved or, or maybe the next time it comes around because maybe this one's closed, but I don't know how that yeah. works. Yeah, well, actually, today is day one, and so when is this airing? If you put this, it's on actually going to be week. airing today. Okay, so yeah, because we were supposed to meet on Friday. That's right. But yeah, it's going to actually air later tonight. Okay, well, <laughs> do well. Going back to the blessing of technology, back <laughs> right. in the day when I started training, it was only people coming to me to work out with them in person. But because of the internet, yeah. I run these private Facebook groups, and they are twenty-eight day challenges, yes. and it is based off of the seven principles that I took out of my book that um what we talked a little bit there's hydration is in there exercise yeah. and then this month i've added the body gym which is an at-home product it's a band product yeah. that has been it's sold over a million units on qvc marie yeah. osmond is our spokesperson but i've actually had it for 17 years is the first has it been time that doug came to me the, really? the yeah. creator of it and yeah. said I want you to play with this. And it, there's a plastic bar that uh, comes apart. So it's less than three pounds. So you can take it with you anywhere. anywhere yeah. And because of the bar and the band, you can literally replace an entire gym full of equipment and do every single exercise with that that you can in a gym. And so we've been using it at the Life Center for 17 years. I've used it in my boot camps. The months that I use that with my ladies, they would drop more inches than when I did free weights. And the cool, and here's the reason why it's interesting, Todd, bands. Bands are awesome. And people will look at them and be like, Does, can this do anything? Especially the people that love their heavy love weights, the heavy right? Weights, yeah. Well, bands work your muscle on both sides of the contraction where free weights just 
work it on the one side. And so you almost get a little more bang for your buck. Mm, and men are even more skeptical about bands <laughs> than women are. But yeah. the owner of it, he used to actually play in the NBA and he created it because yeah. he was older and he knew that missing a workout was not an option to keep up with the younger guys to keep his job, right? right? Yeah. And back then, gyms were antiquated and they were not open 24-7 the yeah. way that some gyms are open now. And so yeah. that's what he used to stay healthy and fit and to keep up with being able to be an NBA player. Right. So that's kind of where it came from. And then his wife... Um, had looked at it and she was like, all you need to do is put decals on this. This is, should be a women's product. <laughs> so the cool thing about Body yeah. Gym is the instructions are literally in pictures on it. So all you have to do is look at it and it shows you You're what to, to do. Go, yeah. There's 19 exercises, I think, pictured on, on the bar, the front and back side. And so I am using that in my challenge right now so people can work out at home. And we, this challenge was set up a month ago, I had already announced that I was starting it today. Right. And just with how the world has gone, it's, I guess, a blessing for all of the people in it because now they still have workout options exactly. to do at home. So I'm giving yeah. them workout options. They have this community that they they get points for everything we do in it. It's what to do in health, health yeah. and fitness, not what to not do. Right. And so you get points for how what your level of participation is. Gotcha. And so that's how that's how that's run. And so if anyone, especially if they're your listeners, if they want to join, um, I would be happy to add them because today be awesome. is day one yeah. and Todd's in it. This yeah. this is our first time. Yeah. Todd reached out to me a couple of weeks ago <laughs> about his nutrition. and I need some work. <laughs> and so I thought this will be the best way to to help you yeah. with your goals. Yeah. And so so Todd will be participating in the group yes, with I, you if yes, anyone wants to join. And Absolutely. they could just either go to, um, they could message me on either Facebook or Instagram or yeah, that was the other thing I wanted to point out. So you have you have a few books that you've written and and videos and some training videos and all mm -hmm. that stuff. How would I mean you have a website, it's mindybuxton.com, yeah, correct? Mindybuxton.com. Is that yep. the best way for them to kind of reach out to you? Yeah, because from that it does have my Instagram okay. and my Facebook, but is just if they send me a message whether it's through my email or any of those platforms, I'll get it personally. And then all they have to do is have a Facebook account because that's how they're added to the private group. Gotcha. And okay. it's awesome because it's the fit, the workouts that I give can be done by any level. I have people that are new and people that are literally coming back into workouts from being a couch potato. And then I also <laughs> have athletes in there. And so everyone does the same workout, but they do it based on their ability. They obviously, they modify if there's a, inappropriate exercise based on a pre-existing condition but it's doable on every level and okay. then based on how much you want to change your food you can either get all points or you can get some but I don't push any supplements on my there was a couple of protein powders and some um, probiotics that I have on my website that I've done ch in challenges in the past, but it's my, my stick is I want you eating real food. Yeah. And so we're doing okay. this with real food and, and on the videos that I put in there and show you, I do, um, I'll open my fridge and show everyone what I'm eating what and how eating. we're doing, yeah. how I oh, do good. food prep. So yeah. videos to make it easy too, because real food does not have to take up a lot of time. Right. Wow, I love it. Very cool and a very good challenge. And uh, how would someone get, I um, actually get a body gym? Um, they can either go to bodygym.com because they okay. have their own website. And okay. I think that I also um, can give them a link too. So everyone okay. in the challenge, I did give them a link the so link they can directly go to body gym to buy that. But gotcha. yeah, it's there. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon now too. Okay. And um. Yeah, it's. I think we're going back in April for QVC. Oh, right on. Based on how the world turns, we'll see for if that's. Sure. But that's the plan right now. Okay. So, um, yeah, if they just go to bodygym.com, they can okay. read all about it there too. And they have an Instagram as well. It's the Body Gym, and so. If you look at most of my stuff, I'll try to I copy and I also right. will repost their stuff okay. so they can look at it at either my my place or the Body Gym website. Okay, there you go. That's awesome. So it's MindyBuxton.com. Yeah. Um, will you spell that out for the listeners? M I N D Y 
B-U-X-T-O-N. Okay, just making sure so they got the spelling correct. Because yeah. they might look it up and go, hey, I'm not finding it, but they I probably know. spelled and it wrong. And there's many ways there's of many spelling ways to, I know. And Buxton. And Buxton, exactly. <laughs> well, so, you know, maybe uh, to kind of close this out, can you give a challenge to our listeners? And maybe not so much on the fitness side, which we've already done. Okay. Um, but maybe someone who's just struggling out there who may have lost a loved one or who is just trying to find their place in the world kind of thing. Can you give us, our listeners and myself, a challenge? Yeah, I would say pull out a notebook and start writing your three positives or wins or successes for every single day. Okay. And, you ha- and you can find three. Yeah. It doesn't matter how okay. crappy rock bottom is. There, <laughs> You should be able to find three things yeah. and, and then keep building on it. And I think that's really good too, good advice and a good challenge, especially now with, you know, kind of what's going on in the world with the coronavirus and, yeah. and that. I think it might, you know, sometimes we might get overwhelmed, like this is a scary thing. And But I think even writing, you know, hey, let's, what are some things we're really grateful for? And, and again, I think this is all happening for us. I, do I think too. at the end of the day, we'll look back and go, man, look at, it's made me really look at things that are most important in my life and kind of get things in line, that kind of thing. So, yeah. but I think that's a really good um, challenge for all of us. Well, and we still, even though I know you wanted non-movement tips, I think I've already had a lot of DMs the last couple of okay. days about people kind of being nervous about moving and keeping a routine. Yeah. Go outside, get yeah. outside. Even if it ends up, I know today is a pretty day here in Utah. Yeah. We're supposed to have snow in a couple of days. <laughs> Bundle up, right. go outside. We get so much grounding and peace and calmness from being outdoors. Move outside and use this time to bond with your kids. My teenager, is all about the TikToks right now. So we are, <laughs> right. her dad and I are I've seen a few of those. to yeah, entertain those awesome. her. And, but guess what? It's how we get our movement in, yeah, right? I love We're it. sweating while she's trying to yeah. teach us this 15 second dance move. <laughs> so if you have little kids, <laughs> run around it. the house with them, play with them, like yeah. be, do active games. So let's keep moving and let's keep our gratitude Beautiful. going right now. Beautiful. That's great advice, Mindy. Keep moving and keep the gratitude flowing. Well, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us today and to share, again, a portion of your story, but also just kind of your insight and and overcoming some really tough times in your life over the last couple of years. Thank you for being willing to share those things. Well, thank you. And thank you for helping so many of us. You are an awesome light and a blessing oh, to well, that means a lot to us in thank this you. world. So thank you for sharing, doing what you do. Uh, you're you're welcome. And thanks for saying that. And there you go, listeners. Uh, another amazing belief cast. And Mindy's an amazing individual. Please reach out to her. Please ask her any questions. She's so open. So uh, um, what would you call uh, God, the, the word is so approachable. That was the word I'm looking oh, for. You're so you. approachable. So please reach out to her. Please, uh, any questions that you may have and, and share this with anyone you know that might be struggling. Even even some of the younger kids who might be thinking, oh my gosh, the world's coming to an end, that kind of thing. Let them listen to this uh, belief cast. This will help pick them up and, and feel a lot more secure about what things are going on in their lives. So. Yeah, I'm going to use it for, uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue to use listening to podcasts as, as when I'm on my walks or yes. doing my own workouts. I love that. It's one of the best ways to help keep my mind. Yeah onto positive thoughts so i love it okay beautiful well thanks again listeners and uh, thanks for uh, believing in me and tuning in all the time this is wonderful and until next time